Hey, hey, it's Coach Dr. Kim. I started this journey after having a stroke at the age of 36 years old. Since that time, I have moved forward with helping people live their best life, and I haven't turned back. This show is about learning to be present, open, and intentional in every area of your life. Keep listening to hear what I've been thinking, and be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. This week's show is in honor of all the people out there graduating and preparing to transition into new phases of their life. My daughter just finished her first year of college. Period. So it just makes good sense to share some timeless information with you to help move you into the career you've been dreaming of. So let's get to it. Kim, I could hear you thinking. Hey, hey, good people. Last week on I've Been Thinking, um, I took a little break. I was tired. I needed some rest and I wanted to be intentional about recuperating and spending some time with my family. So I took that time and I'm so glad I did. So I am back this week. I am recharged and ready to go. So this week I want to talk about three secrets to acing the interview and landing the job. The reason I'm choosing this topic for this week is we are nearing summer. I don't want to rush past spring, but we are coming upon graduation season. The sun is starting to peak out and we are getting um, some warmer weather. And I've started to notice questions across various social media platforms about how to transition into new jobs, how new grads could start to prepare for that next season in their life. And so I thought about all the interviews I've been on in my life and how I've gotten to the point in my career that I am now. And so I have three secrets to acing the interview. And some of them, you know, they're tried and true. You've heard them before. But others, I feel like they are parts of my life that I've had to hone over time. And they weren't actually intuitive for me. And I developed them over trial and error. And so the first one is self-awareness. And I am a strong advocate for self-awareness. And I believe that self-awareness is critical for every part of our journey. But when I say self-awareness in this instance, it's actually pertaining to how do you study? And I do literally mean, how do you study? How do you study for exams? How do you prepare for each phase of your life? Because when it comes to interviewing for a job, I really advise you not to go in cold. You know, some people go in cold on the fly. You know, I myself, I like to ad lib. I like to not be scripted all the time because I like for things to flow naturally. And I don't like to memorize things. I think that that comes off stale and awkward and not authentic. However, when it comes to acing something, rehearsal is important. And that's the same thing as it goes for job interviews. You at least need to have done your research. And that means research about you and research about them. You need to know who you are so that you know if you are a good fit for their company and you need to know who they are for the same reasons. So don't just go into any old job for any old reason. If you need income, okay, I get that. You got to get your paycheck. You got to pay your bills, etc. But if you're looking for a position, something that is fulfilling, or if you're working for want to work for a company that is doing good for the world, 
and you're not ready to be an entrepreneur or whatever it may be, you need to be self-aware. Who are you? What is the mark you're trying to make on the world? And do your research and prepare. This may sound extreme, but when I interview for jobs or go for a job or prepare for launching my own business, you do your market analysis, you do your research. Every job that I've had so far in the later years of my life, I actually put together a PowerPoint presentation for the interview as if I was going to present, as, as if I was going to pitch myself in front of people, even if I didn't have to do a live presentation. I mean, I did research on where they stood in the market, what their mission, vision, and values were. And so when I was presented with questions in those interviews, I was less nervous because I felt well prepared to answer those questions. I didn't go in cocky, but I went in feeling like I had done the work. And so I was actually able to be a participant in the interview and not in the hot seat, if that makes sense. And then I was also able to stay aware of whether I needed to be there or not. And so while I was interviewing, I could listen for things like, aha, this is not a company I want to work for, or that's not somebody I want to report to. I'm not sure about their integrity, et cetera, and so on, because I was self-aware and I had knowledge going in to that interview about what the company stood for to begin with and if the person I'm interviewing with actually even knew what their own culture was about. So that's my first point. Be self-aware. Study. Know how you study. I write down everything when I study. That's how I study and I learn best by PowerPoint, which is insane maybe, but that's how I learn. And so when I study for interviews, I put things in a PowerPoint. Maybe you use flashcards. Maybe you just read and peruse through Google, but that's not how I learn. So you got to know yourself. The second point or secret to acing the interview and landing the job is to stay in the room while you're at the interview. And that is easier to do if you are already self-aware and you studied because then you're not wrecking your brain for answers on how to answer the question because you're already there, you already know, you already have it banked there. So you can stay in the room. You can observe the faces, the body language of the people that are interviewing you. You can pay attention to the signals. And I'll give you an example. I once interviewed with a group of people and I was ready. I had my data, my information, my knowledge, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna wow them with these pre-prepared answers that I have. But it turned out that I needed to make an emotional connection with this group of people because they were grieving the loss of their previous leader, not physical loss. Like they, the person hadn't left this realm or this world. They had been connected with this leader for many, many years, and they were not ready to see her leave. They had not been under another leader for decades. And so they were in a, I mean, in a nutshell, they were scared to have a new leader and so they weren't sure who they were going to pick and they were just afraid they were going to be so different from their previous leader that they were just had trepidation about making a selection. And so if I had came in there high and mighty with all my knowledge and academia, it just was for sure I was not going to be the pick. And so had I not been aware of them 
and I went in there more about me, I for sure was not going to be able to land that job. And I needed to be certain if I wanted that job because I had to connect with them on the people level. And if I was about crunching numbers and about bottom line, I wasn't going to be successful to begin with because they needed that emotional connection. They needed emotional intelligence. They needed someone that was going to be able to walk alongside them. So I needed to stay in the room and pay attention to the people. And I was able to do that with that group of people because I was already prepared on a different level and I had self-awareness going in there and I was able to be my authentic self. So the first two secrets are be self-aware and stay in the room. The third is stay open to the possibilities. And I say this because the two best positions I ever had in my career so far, best by my estimation, are the one I am in now and the one I was in previously. Oh, three actually, and the one before that is because I was open to opportunities and possibilities. And I say that because when I interviewed for those jobs the first time around, I did not get them or I did not get them directly. And it was devastating. The job that I applied for and interviewed for, I was turned down and someone else got it. And what did I do in response? I would like to say that I just valiantly walked away and learned my lessons and, you know, dust my shoulders off and moved on. But I went home with my tail tucked between my legs and I cried like a baby. I had to take a couple of days off work. I was depressed and ashamed and embarrassed because I thought I had it in the bag. Why wouldn't I? I'm me. And I was just like, how could I not have gotten that job? I work hard. I'm educated. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. I was, I mean, I was crushed. A couple of times I was so crushed, I started applying for jobs outside of the company because I did I was so embarrassed I didn't want to return. However, the lessons that I learned from those experiences were enormous. I learned that sometimes you can be crushed but not broken. And I was able to meet people and be put in front of people that I would have never met before had I not put my neck out there and interviewed. And those people recognized me as a go-getter and a risk taker in a positive way. And they said, you know what? I like her ideas. I like her agility and her innovation and the way she thinks. And she may not have been suited for this position, but I like her for this opportunity. Or they thought, hmm, why not put her on this committee and give her an opportunity to stretch herself and give her a stretch assignment? And we'll see if she is able to grow in this skill set. And if she rises to the occasion, maybe in the future, et cetera, et cetera. And so I continued to persist and pursue, persist and pursue, persist and pursue. And I did grow and I did achieve and I got bigger and better assignments than I even thought I was capable of achieving in the first place. And so I say all that to say, stay open to the opportunities. 
a no is not always a no. Sometimes it's a not now. And if I had let that crushing moment completely destroy me, I would never have continued to grow or surpass the initial goal that I had. Because the goal that I had set for myself was far too low. The bar was way higher and the ability that I had within me was way beyond what I could ever ask or think. It was so abundantly more. And so the three secrets to acing the interview and landing the job are be self-aware. If you don't know who you are and what you're capable of and how you can be accountable or how you stay accountable, figure that out. What's your learning style? What do you need to stay driven and motivated and form those strategies so that when you go for what you know, that you can stay in the game, in the room, and you don't have to keep going in circles. And then thirdly, stay open to the possibilities. No doesn't always mean no. Take it from me. I was turned down for a job once while I was laying in the intensive care unit with staples in my head after having brain surgery. And as the tears rolled down my face and I couldn't open one of my eyes and I could barely speak, there was a small whisper in my mind that said, you are broken, but you are not crushed and you will be just fine. If you never walk again or talk again, you will make it out on the other side, a better person than you are today because you are overcomer. You are strong. You have not been defeated. And you cannot be broken. And it just kept echoing in my head. You will be just fine. And just fine is not a bad thing. Sometimes it's the only thing. And you just cling to it. Because the possibilities are endless. The sky is the limit. And you just keep reaching. And I am evidence that there is nothing that can stop you. If I can come back from something that big, I promise you, you can come back from whatever it is that you think is holding you back right now. So just keep pushing, keep striving, keep moving. And if you need to take a break, take it. Come back stronger. Come back harder. Don't take no for an answer because the no's are just temporary setbacks. What do they say? A setback is just a setup for a come up. I know it's cliche, but it's true. And then you hear my dog in the background. I'm not even going to edit that out. I guess that's a shout out to DMX. Where my dog's at? So that's all I got for you today. This is I've Been Thinking with Kim's Coaching. Have a great day. Peace out. To schedule a session with Kim, visit www.kimregis.com where you can learn more about her. 
you can also book a free life coaching consultation. Find the link to her book, Meeting Just Fine, A Life-Changing Encounter, available on Amazon.com. View her TED-style talk and download useful resources. Tune in next week for more I've Been Thinking, Kim's Coaching.